Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 97th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are uh, having some more Sparks wine since we're featuring the Sparks wine for the month. And this time we are having the Blackberry wine. Mm-hmm. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> it's really good. Wow. It's really good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It spots on my glass. I just realized it. It's excellent. Yeah, it's it's really tasty and a little bit, it's really sweet, but a little like tart too. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's really good. Uh-huh. So this week we are going to be talking about, I guess, complainers. Um, people that complain, but not only that they it's that they complain, it's that they don't want a solution to their complaints or problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, we just we wanted to talk about that. We had quite a few people reach out. Um, and so, yeah, we wanted to talk about it. But before we get started with that, Seth has his dumbass post of the week. And this is just right in line with what we're going to be um, talking about. Oh, there it is. I was looking at the wrong page for a second. Um, yeah, so it, this was you know, directly correlated with, with the topic at hand um, and said, well, and I'm, I don't know how I want to preface this because it's, it's, it's another kind of one of those admittedly, like you're admitting that you're, you're wrong or something. <laughs> but anyway, I'll, I'll read it and you, you think about it. I'm mad. Here's a solution. I don't want a solution. I want to be mad. Because that's really kind of at the core of what we want to talk about. It's people that just want to be upset for the sake of being upset and for telling everybody why they're upset, Mm -hmm. but not fix it, not have a solution, not have, you know, some kind of compromise or end result or anything at all. Just, just to complain, to complain. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Complain to complain to complain even more. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's it's weird. Then nothing ever changes. Yeah. Uh huh. And the only thing you're consistent about is your complaining. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, like I said, we had quite a few people reach out, um, and I don't. I would say within, I mean, the last year really, we've had a lot of people reach out, and they, you know, give us their complaint about their partner, and then. You know, we try to come up with some sort of a solution or some sort of a compromise even. And the the thing that they usually tend to do is they will come up with another problem why that solution that we just gave them won't work. They, they intentionally shoot down every solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and it hasn't, it hasn't just been with relationships. No. It's been people reaching out about all kinds of stuff. It's about their work. It's about fitness. It's about all kinds of everything Mm -hmm. with, well, here's the problem. Okay. Well, here's the solution. No, that won't work. Well, have you tried that? Well, no, but I know it won't work. Mm -hmm. And it gets, as we tie it into relationships, you tend to see these people complain about what their partner's doing and if you even ever so slightly try to get them to do any type of self-reflection, it immediately is, I'm God's gift to this relationship. Oh, I know. And yeah. I'm doing everything right, they're doing everything wrong. Uh-huh. And unless you're going to tell me that I'm doing everything right and they're doing everything wrong, I don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're, you're not, you're not seeking guidance or coaching or counseling or whatever it is for resolve, you're seeking that so someone will tell you you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And if that's why you're seeking it, you're never going to get the resolve that you need. I know, yeah. Well, All right, that's it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think that we, I mean, you all should know by now that we are results people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, we we are the type of people that are like, Make it happen. Make 
whatever it is that you're trying to do happen because otherwise you're just going to you're just going to be stuck in the same you're spot. The, you're the hamster on the wheel. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean you all you all know how we are. Um and so I'm sure that you could pro- we are pretty frustrated, mm-hmm. I guess, with with this mindset of these types of people. Well, and and if you're if you're not going to change your habits or whatever it is, then just quit complaining. Yeah. You can do what you're doing. You can be stuck in the same rut you're in. Just don't complain about it. If you don't want to try things that you've never tried before, or if you don't want to try something for the fifth time that you've tried four times before, mm-hmm. maybe it'll work the fifth time. You don't know, but don't just don't complain about it. If yeah. you don't really want to try the things to fix the problem, then shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. You know, just quit uh-huh. complaining about it. Just knock uh-huh. it off. Um, and this is something that that even even personally, you know, I see all the time. I see mm-hmm. people, oh, hey, give me, give me a, anybody got any tips on how to deal with whatever? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, here, try this. No, nope, that won't work. And here's why. Oh, no, nope, that won't work. Here's why. Um, you, had a, you had somebody a few months ago that was like, okay, here's my busy schedule. Now, somebody please tell me how I'm supposed to eat healthy and take care of myself. Yeah. And they had a flood of people who cared who were used to juggling that type of life, say, here's what I do. Mm-hmm. And everybody that had a really good solution, she immediately shot it down. Yeah. No, that won't work because this. No, and it's like, well, then what the fuck do you want somebody to say? Well, you know what? You are just too busy to take care of yourself. That's okay, girl. Just get fat. I mean, yeah. I what what is it that you are wanting people to say to you? Because you're obviously not wanting solutions. I know. You just want to bitch about your current state. And feel that if you put it out there, that if by some chance everybody just agrees with you and says, oh, I feel for you. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, I'm too busy also that you just somehow feel better about not doing anything about it. I know. Well, and like the moment that someone like calls them out on it, they ju- they're just like, well, no. That's, yeah, they get all defensive. Yeah, that's not going to work for me. And how dare you even suggest that? Yeah. And it's like, well, you're the one asking. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, and so like, it was funny because, you know, one person would say, you know, well, I do this and that. And they're like, oh, she was like, oh, well, yeah, that's nice for you because you you have this job and you're able to have these days off mm-hmm. and I don't have this time or whatever. And then another person chimed in and was like, oh, well, you know, I'm a mother of three mm-hmm. and... More kids than you. Yeah. And so I have done this and I, you know, wake up earlier and go to the gym and mm-hmm. then make time for myself that way. And she's like, nope, that's not going to happen because of this, you know? Yeah. And it's just like one thing after the other. I'm like, oh my gosh. I was just like reading through <laughs> the comments and I'm just, I will, and because I think I commented too, and and then uh, I, I'm I'm sure I can't remember exactly what her response to me was, but mm-hmm. it was another excuse, of course. Yeah, I mean it's it's we've said it on here before. Problems are complex. Solutions are very simple. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they're easy. I'll clarify that again. Simple does not mean easy. It just means it's simple. It's, you know, I'll, I'll say it again with the fitness stuff. If you say, I want to lose weight, okay, you need to eat healthy and exercise mm-hmm. every day. That's a very simple solution. Now, is it easy to do? For some, yes. For some, no. But it's the, still it's the same simple solution for everybody. Mm-hmm. But people still will come up with multiple reasons as to why they can't do what other people are doing. And I don't know if they want... Do, do you want acknowledgement from other weak people like you that aren't making change that say, oh, yeah, just stick, come over here with us. We're a bunch of people that want to complain about it and not make any change. Or do you want the people that have overcome it to say, you can't do it, mm-hmm. or here's how to do it? Because I really just don't know what, what people want when they put that out there and ask for it. Because it, it's, it's not that... It's not that somebody says, oh my gosh, my, my life is so stressful. Uh, I just don't have time to take care of me. And that's it. It is people saying, my life is stressful. I don't have time to take care of myself. How can I juggle this? Mm-hmm. So 
They're you're, asking they're for a, the You're solution. asking for the solution, uh-huh. but you don't, you're asking for something that you don't want. Yeah, I know. And, and that's my question to those type of people is, why? Yeah. Why are you asking? And what is it that you want the answer to be and from who? Maybe they don't, maybe they don't think that the people are really going... Maybe they think that everybody really is like, yeah, you're right. I don't have the time either. Mm-hmm. You know? Or, yeah, you're right. I'm in a bad relationship too. You know, the marriage is hard mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but it seems like more and more people are, uh, we, I guess we're seeing more and more people that are like this though. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that I'm, I'm glad to <laughs> see that there are other people like us that are, you know, trying Problem to, <laughs> to give solutions. Yeah. yeah. But that's, a, that's the other thing is like people some people don't want they don't like to talk to people that are problem solvers they don't they don't want to talk to the people that can actually provide the solution mm-hmm. they want to talk to other people that are failing at what they're trying to do that's mm-hmm. why you know that's why people gravitate to that's why weak people gravitate to other weak people mm-hmm. because they feel that there's something to be said about sympathy and numbers. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, and, and I mean, I, I really can't, like... Because I, I am, for the most part, a, a problem-solver type person. But there are times, I would say, like, you know, like, when it's my time of the month where, you know, I'm just... Something happens to me, and I'm just irritated, and... Just nothing can can help it, you know? But there's people that are like that. All the time. All the time. I know. And I think that I couldn't imagine being like that all the time, though. And when you are, I just say, you must be PMS and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it's true. I am. And then, of course, I get a laugh out of it. Luckily, we have that kind of relationship mm-hmm. to where you can tell me that and we laugh about it because the office but um but yeah i mean people don't like to to hear it though Mm -hmm. and i know that i don't like to hear it when when i am in that mood Mm -hmm. and it's like how do these people get out of that mood well it's a complete 100 percent decision on their own behalf Mm -hmm. there's nothing nobody there's not anything anybody can say or do that's going to make them seek out the solution because they're not looking for a solution. They're looking for sympathy and justification to their excuses. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you look at the relationship side of it, I mean, we've had people reach out that say, oh my gosh, my husband or wife does this, 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 and this. And it's like, well, have you tried this? Well, that won't work. Mm-hmm. Well, have you, well, I just know it won't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then what do you want? What are you looking for? Are you wanting me to just say to you that, oh wow. Yeah. Good for you for sticking this out because you're married to a real pain in the ass. Good job. You are the catch in this. Because that, that's how they usually try to spin it. That they are... they and, and I can smell them because this is how I was in my last relationship. I've said on here I wasn't open about to other people about how miserable I was, but I was open about everything I did. Oh, really? I, I wouldn't say it in the context of, well, I did this, this, and this, and then she still didn't even acknowledge me or anything like that it wasn't that it was just well it was really i wasn't getting the brownie points at home for the effort i was putting in so you so wanted to get it i wanted else. to get it from somewhere else so when i would talk about what a great husband i was i would feed off of other people paying me compliments yeah like oh wow geez wow, i wish husband. my husband did that yeah and then i would use that as ammunition to go home and be like well i was telling so-and-so at work and they said they wish their husband would do half of what i do <laughs> And so I wasn't really doing it for a solution. I was doing it to fuel the fire of the next argument. Uh-huh. And that's not I good. can tell when people reach out to us that that's what they're... They're really trying to get that out of me or you or uh-huh. us in the response that, geez, yeah, you're ready to a real piece of shit. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't put up with that. Um, and I've said on... And we've said on here before that if you want us to tell you to get out of the relationship... I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you to leave. Yeah. Doesn't mean your next like, one's going to be any better. We're not like uh, most, you know, marriage yeah. uh, counselors or coaches. 
because we were different from the rest and we will tell you we we will tell you the truth yeah but you need to be aware that sometimes you're the, the problem yeah you are the problem and the grass is greener for that shitty partner you're trying to paint horrible uh-huh. not for you because if you don't fix you you're just gonna be the shitty partner in that relationship but you have no idea that you're the shitty partner yeah you just think it's somebody else um and that's a, it's a level of complete absence of unself-awareness mm-hmm. or lack of self-awareness and a mixed with it, it's so weird that someone can be completely so unself-aware and narcissistic at the exact same time i know huh but that's kind of what it is yeah it is um and they don't really realize how they come off mm-hmm. or how they sound because i think they really are one is these people that do this tend to they tend to put themselves higher on a higher pedestal than they actually communicate publicly. They really do think more highly of themselves, but they're the same type of ones that will post on social media how they're having a bad day, how, you know, I know I've got to get this straight. Oh, here's how I screwed up. Because they're wanting, they do that. The sympathy boosts their ego. Mm -hmm. But they really do think they're better than other people. And then at the same time, they try to do the sleight of hand by... Acting like, oh, I'm, I'm, such a, I'm such an awful piece of shit. I need some compliments to make me feel better. Yeah. That's and it's, weird. it's a weird that's dynamic really that you see weird. from people. I know. And it's like, well, no, you shouldn't put yourself up so high because you actually are that piece of shit you're pretending to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> I know. It reminds me of, uh, of the episode of The Office where Michael, you know, he makes fun of himself or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when most of the time when you make fun of yourself in front of people and you know you're like oh uh like when jim's like the koi pond or whatever and he's, he's like, like i'm just a stupid idiot yeah like, no, no you're, you're not, not. Uh-huh. Like, see yeah i mean but that's what people do uh-huh. on social media all the time yeah exactly well you know and we were so we were talking about it even more and we were talking about like the differences between venting and complaining mm-hmm. and we we were like, well, it's both are okay to do, mm-hmm. but <laughs> it has to be. You can't keep complaining about or venting about the same problem, mm-hmm. and you know someone tried to give you solutions, and then you're just not. Well, you don't alter your behavior, your actions to remedy the solution. Mm-hmm. You just if you vent about the same thing all the time. And, and I, I do think there is that, that small group of people that they aren't in control to change that situation. They say, maybe it's a coworker. You know, I'm working with this. I'm, I'm not in charge, but I'm working with this absolute, complete, incompetent idiot at work. And I've complained about them. I've tried to correct the behavior. Management is choosing to not fire them. And we're stuck with them. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty shit situation to be in that you can't really change. And I'm not going to give you that bullshit. Well, well, you know, why don't you you bring to the table what you want reflected back to you? Mm Because that's just some pussy-ass advice. I don't like it. (laughs) But that's something that they can't control. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, oh my gosh, if I was in charge, I would fire this person. And so I get that level of frustration because... There's really not... Uh, the only solution would be if they're not going to make them leave, you leave. And sometimes that's not feasible. <laughs> yeah. I and know. so I, I get that level of venting where it's like, ugh. Every day I had to deal with this idiot. Oh, gosh, here's what they did today. Oh, my gosh, here's what they did today. And, and it just becomes this constant um, point of contention and conversation that you have with your partner every day when you get home from work because your work life is so miserable because of this one person that you can't actually do anything about yeah but that aside almost everything else people are in control of can change or alter or adjust a response or their reaction to it to not be so miserable i guess Mm -hmm. yeah we we also had sets had um someone reach out to him and send him a video that it's a really good video. We actually shared it in our uh, Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy page. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, we, we, we shared a shot, too, if you guys 
Oh, shots awesome. Yeah, you if you, you if to. you like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, you have got to check out the video we posted this week on the Marriage on the Rock Speakeasy Group. Yeah. My, one of my favorite shots of all time. Yeah, so good. Uh, so anyway, we we shared this video in the in the Speakeasy Group, and it didn't really get a whole lot of. Uh, like responses. Though. Yeah, I don't know if people didn't watch it I know. Or, or they watched it and they were like, "Fuck, that's me." <laughs> I ain't saying that's shit. True. That's true. I know. But so the I guess what the video is about this this girl has this nail in her head, and an actual nail, an actual nail, partially in hammered in the middle of her forehead, and she's like, "It just the pain is is just so unbearable and." And so I don't then know her, what to do. Yeah, I don't know. What to, and so her husband is like, well, you have a nail in your head. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no, this isn't about the nail. This is not about the nail. And so then she keeps, continues. And she's like, I need you to just listen to me. Just listen. And he's like, okay. And she goes, but the thing is, the pain is just right here. <laughs> I'm snagging all my sweaters. And he's like, once again, you have a nail in your head. She's like, it's not about the nail. I mean, and it's. The, the point of the video is, once again, you've, I, the, the solution is so is simple and identifiable, but people are so resistant to do the one thing that they know they have to do to fix the situation just for the sake of being able to constantly fucking complain mm-hmm. yeah. and pull this woe is me stuff. I mean, uh-huh. even when I have a woe is me moment, the only person that knows it is you. Yeah. I will never tell anybody else. Uh-huh. So I am always just shocked when I see people put and and I think that there were some that would be like well they're just they just you know they're very secure in themselves and they know how to be vulnerable what the fuck ever I don't buy that (laughs) I think it's weird to me it it, I am just like why would you even share that on social media it's it's beyond vulnerable into this realm of ignorance that I'm just I'm not exposed to right on a regular enough basis and i'm just like what oh my gosh why would you even ask that why would you even say that why would you even share that because what i don't think people realize when they start sharing these type of things out there in the public forum is so many even the people that are like you've got this or sending prayers or as soon as they finish like oh my god you see what that dumbass posted today (laughs) Nobody's really overly concerned and that sympathetic, even though they portray it in that comment. Uh-huh. Because we've seen the people that portray it in the comment and then screenshot it and text it and be like, oh my gosh, did you see this crap? Yeah. And then their response is, oh honey, I, I feel so bad for you. But the text to us is, did you see what this fucking moron just posted on <laughs> Facebook today? I what know. the hell is she thinking? Oh my gosh, I know. That's so true. And... I mean, it's kind of mean, though, because, I mean, I know that there is there is some people that really do need help and stuff, and but it just seems like the people that cry out for help like that all the time, I mean, it, it, the point is, is that they do it all yeah, the time. Yeah, it's the boy that cries wolf, yeah. And so you get to the point where you're like, just shut the fuck up. We don't care what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to do anything about it anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. It's, it's frustrating. Oh, it is. I mean, I, I, had, I had a guy that I'm friends with on, on Facebook that his posts are very, very casual about other stuff. And, and then out of the blue, he posted, I just think it was like a weekend or so ago, that uh, his wife had cancer and they were going into surgery to get it done. Mm-hmm. He didn't post anything. And I'm not saying to not, that maybe the cancer thing is a bad example, but the point of the story was he just shared right at the time when it hit its peak to say, we've been dealing with this. We haven't let anyone know. Some of you have found out she's going into surgery today, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. And then immediately, surgery is a success. They got everything. She's on a full road recovery. Thanks for your prayers. Yeah. And that's it. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't this build up. Of all of this stuff. I mean, I, I get so sick and tired of seeing the people that aren't getting enough attention that post those vague and cryptic things. Mm-hmm. But are the vague and cryptic posts better or worse than the completely detailed? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Here's why I'm so stupid post. Uh-huh. I, 
I don't know what's worse because both are just, I think both are equally irritating. Yeah. Because it's like one person, you're like, okay, you, you know, I guess, well, maybe, maybe the throwing it all out there is a little bit worse, I would say. Because I think it, going to the point of topic that we're talking about today, throwing everything out there, especially when you're asking for help or doing that cry for help or, or wanting something and then shooting down everybody's suggestions mm-hmm. makes it worse. Because if you just say, can't get into it, send good vibes, mm-hmm. it's annoying as shit. <laughs> and I will never send you good vibes. <laughs> but at least there's nothing, it's, it's, you see, you're like, oh my gosh, and then it's over with. Uh-huh. It's not a drawn out process. Yeah. And it's not this. They don't say what the problem is, so they're not getting into that back and forth of, here's my problem, okay, here's a solution, no. Here's another solution, no. Because that's where it starts to kind of stockpile of the absolute level of stupidity in the other side. Mm-hmm. It's like, what are you doing? I know. I mean, obviously, going to the point where we are talking about, you did not want a solution. You really just wanted to throw everything out there for, once again, I don't know why, yeah. what you're looking for. What do you want the solution to be? I know. If any. I know. Well, you know, and some of the people that have, that reached out to us, they, like, it, it was, it, it's really, it gets irritating um, just trying to, because, I mean, we, we really do take our time with these things, and we we think about, you know, well, how, how are we going to respond? Mm-hmm. And... What is it, you know, what, we really do think of a solution, you know, how yeah. can we really help you? We draw on our previous experiences, we may share a story, completely relative to the problem. Yeah. And say, well, here's what happened with this and that, and here's what I did mm-hmm. to do that, and then it's, oh, that would never work for me. Yeah. And then you're just like, okay, <laughs> well, if you know all the fucking answers, then... Why are you asking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But, I don't know, it's, I, I guess I just keep going back to how frustrating it is. Well, and there, there's, there's a level that comes from <clears throat> getting, I guess, on track with relationship piece specifically. We, we did that one episode where we talked about the, uh, the points, a uh, scorekeeper. Yeah. Uh-huh. Where... People, and for those of you that haven't listened, check it out. But is that what it's called? Is it called Scorekeeper? No, Scorekeeper it's... Uh, I can't gosh. remember what the title was. Anyway, the, the, the message behind it was really, do you keep scoring your partner? Is everything you do a point for you and a takeaway point from them so you can... Do you monitor what they do and, and kind of subconsciously score your other partner or mm-hmm. score your good good deeds to try to build up credit yeah, or something like that? Yeah, it's one of our earlier Yeah, it is one of our earlier ones. I mean, I, I guess like it's a good. This is a good time to kind of rehash some of the stuff from that episode. But I think about that when people reach out for the relationship stuff because guys specifically, women women don't do it as much. And once again, this is what I did in my last relationship, so I get it. Guys tend to lead with, "Here's here's how great I am. Mm-hmm. I first of all." I do, I clean, I cook, I take care of the kids, I, you know, they list off the what you want a cookie list Mm -hmm. of everything that they do that they feel makes them a great husband. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually they start off with that. Yeah. But if they don't start off with it, it's somewhere in there where they really want to send the message of how great of a catch and a partner that they are. And then the rest of it is bashing everything that their partner does. And... I immediately assume that people like that have had have verbalized that same message in some way, shape, or form to their partner, and that creates resentment. If you're sitting there saying, well, I do this and this and this, and you don't do this and that, and, and here's why I bring more to the table than you, and because that's what you're saying. You're saying you're a better partner than they are, mm-hmm. and maybe you are. Maybe you think that you are. Maybe sometimes, in reality, you are a better partner mm-hmm. than they are. But bringing that stuff up like that does not solve anything. No. And I can tell when guys say that very specifically that they aren't looking for a solution. They're looking for that pat on the back and this 
they they almost it's it's almost like they turn themselves into a martyr to where I'm I'm sacrificing everything so I can stay in this relationship when once again I'm not telling you to do that. I will never tell you to do that. Mm-hmm. I did it for twelve years too long. I won't tell anybody else to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least ten years too long. Yeah. But people want to put that out there like like, yes, I do have a choice to leave, but I'm choosing to stay. Oh, by the way, but here's why I'm so miserable. Well, no, no, no. You already passed over what the simple solution was. You chose to ignore that. Mm-hmm. So now you are – it's not the hand you were dealt. It's actually the bed you made, yeah. and now you're laying in it. Uh-huh. So get in a new bed <laughs> or shut the fuck up. I know. Yeah. Make – I mean, do something about it. That's the thing. That That is – the biggest thing with with our frustrations is just do what the simple solution is mm-hmm. there it's not hard you know like like you said problems are complex mm-hmm. but solutions are simple and it is it's very freaking simple and uh, i don't know it again we are people that are big on self-reflection too and really you really do need to evaluate yourself i mean i I always go back to like writing stuff down because i i guess i like to i like to write stuff down and it's like if you if you write down in a journal how many times you complained about your partner and then go back and read all of those complaints. What did you do about each of those complaints that you complained about? No. Probably nothing. But could the solution have been the same thing for each and every one of those complaints? Probably yes. Yeah, sometimes. I think that's a good idea to start keeping a journal or a log of what your complaints are. Mm-hmm. And if you start seeing the same complaint over and over again... And the same complaint is the same complaint. You're not allowed to say, like, well, they didn't pick up their socks. Oh, and they didn't pick up their underwear. Oh, and they didn't hang up their clothes. No, it's, that's all <laughs> that's the same That's the complaint. same, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But I think that you don't want to turn that into a scorekeeper game. But I think it's, it's something that you can use for your own self-reflection mm-hmm. and your own evaluation of your relationship to say, here's, here's my, here are some of my points of contention. And you're only allowed to list it once. Yeah. Not, oh, doesn't clean up after self to the power of ten. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, like, you, to your point, what are you doing to fix it? Uh-huh. And sometimes, is there something you can do to fix it? Or is it all on your partner? And that's where you have to have the communication piece to talk to your partner about it. You can't do, aside from fighting, you can't do anything to really try to get your partner to do stuff unless you can be an effective communicator that doesn't result in an argument. Mm-hmm. To have the conversation, hey, it would mean so much to me if you would just please make it to the hamper with your clothes. Mm-hmm. That's it. I will do all the laundry. Just put everything in the hamper. Mm-hmm. That's all you got to do. Well, I mean, I know that like because you had that actual problem. Like, it never worked. It never worked, though. <laughs> When you're with somebody spiteful, they will go above and beyond to ensure they don't do whatever you say. Uh-huh. And I was I was then left with the decision of, okay, if I keep... It's like the Hercules thing where you chop off one of the heads of the the Gorgon dragon and it just grows another one. Yeah. Or three more. Oh, god. That's what it was in that relationship. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> if I said... That's where you really had to pick your battles. Well, hey, can you please pick up after yourself? Okay, well, I'll make it to the hamper one day this week, but I'm going to trash the sink. I'm going to trash the tub. I'm going to not make the bed. I'm going to, and so it was like, okay, well, it's just, uh, and it was just like, okay, I just better off to keep my mouth shut because it can always get worse. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's what really sucks though, is people like that. And well, that's where you need to leave. I know. <laughs> and, and if you're with a partner that doesn't want to make your life better or easier, that's pretty much the biggest statement they can make about how they feel about you. Yeah, I know. I mean, I try to think about other people, though, that, that I think that they are equally bad. To blame. You know, yeah, equally to blame. And it's like, well, what are they, 
what should they do? You know, like, one, I know that most people end up communicating the wrong way and end up fighting or bringing something up that could be a really good solution to their problem, but they bring it up at, at the, the wrong, wrong time. time. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's like, oh my gosh, just if you guys would communicate this stuff when you're calm and, you know, have... I don't know the, if it's like when you're having fun the, together, the but... The easiest... The people that have the easiest solution to this are the people that are both shitty. Because if... It, for example, if her complaint is he never puts his toilet seat down, and his complaint is she never picks up her bathroom counter, that's a very easy compromise. Start putting the fucking toilet seat down and start picking up your shit. Mm-hmm. You do that, I'll do this. Yeah. Very easy. Those are... When both people are pigs uh-huh. or bad partners or to blame, those are way easier to compromise on than when you have the person that feels like they are superior in the relationship, that yeah, they're the ones true. that only have the good ideas, yeah. that they're the only ones rowing the boat, that they're the only ones. And sometimes that is true, but for the people that complain about it, it's not. Uh-huh. You just want to make yourself out to be this great person when you're not that great. Uh-huh. And that's where it becomes frustrating and difficult because they've already said I see myself up here and my partner's down here. Yeah. So in order for that person to feel like they're compromising, they have to drop. Mm-hmm. And they're they're not going to negotiate to that point. And so that's where it, it's really tough for those people to really want to... And those are the people we're talking about. Those are the people that don't want a solution. Yeah, I know. They just want to complain. Uh-huh. Though that's... I mean, that is a really toxic person right mm-hmm. there. Yeah, very, very toxic. And... But they're, they're going to be the first ones to say that they're... The other people are toxic. Oh, yeah. People that are very quick to talk about other toxic people, that person is typically the most toxic person. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, they... Who... I mean... <laughs> who in their right mind would think that their partner, that they are better than their partner. You know, you guys should both be equal. You, your relationship, you're in your relationship because you guys love each other, or you used to. And did you always look at your partner this way? Did you always look at them like they were lower than you? We know people that have married people they thought they were better than. Mm -hmm. Um... For reasons of, well, I don't have to worry about him cheating on me. I want to marry someone that needs me more than I need them. Yeah. I mean, people people do some pretty fucked up things. And their, their motivating factors for what they think they're going to be happy are wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, re- reaching, reaching the compromise, I think, is easier for one group and way more difficult for another. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have a, I don't need to compromise mentality. Or you feel that you've already compromised enough. That's mm-hmm. another one. And that's where they start to kind of turn into that martyr and, and victimize themselves in this weird way that I've already given up so much. I still have to give up more. That's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do. That's ridiculous. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. Well, I, I try to look at my previous relationship. I don't think I ever... I never looked down on him and thought that I was better than him or anything like that. But, you know, there does come a point where, there did come a point where I was like, you know, this isn't good for me. This is, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not a good relationship. So. Well, and you didn't realize how bad he was holding you back until you got away from him. Mm-hmm. So it really wasn't even a point of your argument. You were never like, you're holding me back because mm-hmm. You were so deep in the woods, you couldn't see the forest for the trees. Yeah. And so it wasn't until you stepped out of that that you were like, oh my gosh, I've, you know, I've been stagnant for how long? I could have done this and I didn't. Why, what, you know? And so sometimes you don't realize how stagnant and the rut you're in until you actually just make that big change and get out of the rut. Mm-hmm. And then everything else falls into place. I know. Yeah, that's how it was for me, for sure. Um, speaking of, uh, a rut, I didn't know what a rut was until like six months ago. Yeah. <laughs> I had to explain it. I was like, what? Yeah. How do you not know what a I rut is? I didn't know is? what it was. I just knew of the, this of phrase. the, the yeah. phrase and I knew 
how to use it properly. How to use it properly. Were you like, but I didn't know exactly what. Were you like, when in Rome? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You learn something new every day, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. This, this really, I think it kind of turned into more of a <laughs> of us complaining episode. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't, because I'm not, I don't feel like I'm complaining. I feel like I am. Everybody else was complaining. Yeah. I, just, f- I feel like I'm complaining about these people because, because I am so irritated with it. And so what are you going to do to change it so you don't <laughs> keep complaining? <laughs> I, but I don't continue to p- complain about them, though. Oh, okay. And I'm not the problem. <laughs> See? There you go. <laughs> I'm not the problem. They are. Uh, but, I don't know. I mean, uh, I think that, like, because there are couples that, you know, one of them just wants a... They just want the other partner to listen. Mm-hmm. Period. And Which is 100% reasonable. Yeah. And, but then there is times where you want them to listen, but you want them to give you feedback mm-hmm. as well. Well, and that's where if you're the one that's venting, you need to communicate that to your partner. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that, you know, I just want to vent. I'm not looking for an answer. I just want to tell you. And that kind of, it goes back to the girl's point with the nail in the head. Mm-hmm. Where I think initially, you are allowed to vent about it. This happened. I just want to talk about it. Let me get it out there. Let me complain. Let me talk about it. And I'll feel better. Because most of us, when we vent about it, we feel better. It gives us a point to kind of vocalize how we feel, especially if we feel, you know, very slighted or angry or personally attacked. It's a way for you to kind of rationalize it and process it in a healthy way where you're not, you know, casting this verbal assault on someone else, the attacker or whatever mm-hmm. it is. So it's a very healthy means of communication when you vent. And so I think that if you are married to this, well, you know what you should do type of person that always says that, mm-hmm. you need to be, you need to communicate every time you're going to share something that, hey, I appreciate it or... You want to say it beforehand, not afterhand. You don't want to wait till after they start giving their advice to say, I don't want your advice. Mm-hmm. You need to say beforehand, hey, I, I just want to talk about this. Let me just get it out there. But you're only allowed to do that for that topic for a limited time. Mm-hmm. You can't keep complaining because then it does turn into that nail in the head. Yeah. Take the fucking nail out. Mm-hmm. You complained about it yesterday. You complained about it today. You're going to complain about it tomorrow. Just fix it. Yeah. I know, and if you're with a problem solver, mm-hmm. then <laughs> that's how it's going to be. They are eventually going to be like, okay, like, you've complained about... Well, what and what tends to happen is the person complains about it and complains and complains. And then, you know, maybe initially they'll be like, you know, I, I'm just venting. Mm-hmm. I just want to vent. But then eventually they, you know, keep doing it and keep doing it. And then... The other partner that is listening, they they start to tune them out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my gosh, okay, whatever. And then they they don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah. So they kind of try to block them out completely. Mm-hmm. And then the other person complaining gets pissed off because yeah. they have now blocked them out of, <laughs> of communication. You're not even listening to me anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So I mean I don't I don't even know what the solution to that would be but well I guess well, don't be the boy that cried wolf yeah stop complaining about stuff that you can that you can easily fix mm-hmm. yeah or at least easily identify what the fix is mm-hmm. that means it's going to be easy to get there <clears throat> but at least identify it and that gives you at least the starting point of what your plan needs to be to fix it or mm-hmm. to change it mm-hmm. I mean it's there's nothing there that can't be solved there's nothing there that that's some kind of rocket science type of solution. It's very easily identifiable. Just implement it. Yeah. And move forward. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really have a whole lot else to add, really, to it. Do you? 
So feel free to hit us up with any questions or <laughs> concerns you may have. <laughs> right. If you're willing to listen. Yeah, I know. I mean... Because we're, we're not I told you so people. No. Even if I give somebody advice and say, well... And, and, well, and that, that's one of the things that, that I, I, I try to make a concerted effort to respond to, whether it's you or somebody else or whoever that's like, here's what I'm going through. Instead of saying, well, if I were you, I would, mm-hmm. I, cha- I do away with that phrase. I, say, I tell myself, I'm not going to say that. And sometimes I may say, I know it's way easier said than done, said mm-hmm. than done. And it's easy for me to say, if I was in that situation, I would do this. And so I think that even prefacing that, if, if that's one of your go-to statements that, well, if I were you, or mm-hmm. if this was me, or if this happened to me, or if that happened to me, you need to preface it with at least the angle of the sympathy of what, or the recognition, not sympathy, but the recognition of what your partner or the person talking to you is going through. Mm-hmm. And the acknowledgement that it's not you dealing with it mm-hmm. because there are some people where we've seen people do this i've done it and had other people do it where i've said well if this was me i would do this and then they go do that and it's like whoa i said if it was me <laughs> not if i was you <laughs> that did not work out it's totally different factors so that may not be the best advice so you need to know that if you if that's your type of go-to response you need to curb that a little bit soften the blow a little bit Say what it is. But even beyond that, what I try to do is share a story that brings the complainer or the the solution seeker to their own conclusion based on the parable that I shared. Mm -hmm. So if somebody says that, you know, I don't even know what a good one to use, that, you know, I'm I'm having a hard time. You know, t- you know, talking to my wife about how she needs to, you know, pick up around the house because every time I come home it's just dirty and all that and that. I don't say, well, here's what I told my ex-wife. I, I share a story. Mm-hmm. I say, well, you know, one of the things I went through before and maybe I'll share something that I did incorrectly. Mm-hmm. I'll say, you know, I, I did this. It didn't go very well. We got in a big argument. So what do you think, what would your advice to me have been for that? Mm-hmm. And if you can get people to kind of draw their own conclusions to it, Sometimes they feel like, especially those people that feel like they have to lower their standard to compromise, if you can somehow kind of, I don't want to say twist it or flip it, but lead them to their own conclusion, they tend to have a little more ownership over that solution. It's not, they feel like I reached that solution on my own. Mm -hmm. You didn't tell me what to do. I found that on my own. Yeah. Um, well, I know, and I think that that so is a good... Some weak-minded people fall for that shit all the time. <laughs> no, I think that that is a good... I think it is a good um, question, though, you mm. know, to kind of ask. Because, you know, when, when, when you ask somebody, well, what is the advice that you would give someone else going through well, that? Yeah, and well, and, and, and that, that's one of the things that we, we've talked about with identifying, you know, you're with a bad partner. If your friend came to you and said, my boyfriend is doing, and list off all the things that you know your boyfriend is doing to you, what would you tell your friend to do? Mm -hmm. There's your answer. And you can do that scenario or that little role play game in your head or on paper, whatever you want to do, to reach your own conclusions for almost every single problem. So if if your wife is lazy and doesn't take care of herself and doesn't clean the house and is disengaged and, and doesn't do all that, what if that was me and I came to you and said, oh my gosh, my wife is doing all of these cons. What should I do? Mm-hmm. What would your advice to me be? Yeah. Because that's the same advice you should take. Yeah. So flip it around and just take your own advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Yeah. As long as you're not an idiot. <laughs> oh gosh, I know. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you would. But people don't give good advice, so mm-hmm. who knows? Who but really I think you, you could, you could but do you that. But you can for come up with your own solution. All kinds though. of scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, for everything, mm-hmm. like we said at the beginning, you know, whether you're talking fitness, you're talking professional, you're talking work, you're talking friends, you're talking relationships, whatever it is, if someone else came to you seeking an answer with the exact same problem you're having, what would you tell them? Mm-hmm. Try it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I think that is good advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because um, yeah, that's what I would say to myself. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're bad. But yeah, like I said, I don't really have much else to add at all. Um I think that 
for me, it, it felt like more of a venting episode. But at least there's some sort of um, solutions out there for for you all to to try and hopefully help you with it. Just if you're going to complain about something, understand what you're complaining about and understand how often you're complaining about one specific thing or, mm-hmm. you know, the one person that you're complaining about all the time. And be willing to try some solutions. Yeah. Yes, be open to Especially it. when you're like, I can't think of a solution. Don't act like you've thought of that solution when someone gives it to you just to discount it. I see that a lot too. Uh-huh. I'm like, you didn't fucking think about that. Yeah. You're just saying that won't work and here's why because you don't want to. That's where it goes back to that you have to lead them to that conclusion themselves so they think it was their idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah. People play games. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think it was, I think it was a pretty good topic to discuss. I think that a lot of people... Uh, if, if you're not going through, if you're not one of the people that is complaining like this, and I'm sure a lot of people are getting those complaints too from, mm-hmm. you know, their sisters or brothers and sister-in-laws or whatever. And so a lot of people, I know that a lot of people are getting that and they're probably thinking the same thing we are. Yeah. Just do something, do something about, about it, it or shut or the shut fuck up. up. Yeah. So... Yeah. Um, but as always, thank you all for listening. Check out, we said it on here before, our marriageontherocks.net website. We have an entire new section called Marriage on the Rocks Gear. Um, it's got a bunch of shirts on there. It's got mugs. It's got all the stuff on there. Uh, those of you that have been buying stuff, we appreciate it. Yes. Um, so check it out. The hat I'm wearing, we're going to actually get a bunch of those and yeah, we'll be able to sell those soon. here pretty soon. Yeah, so, um, yeah, check it out. Get something, order something. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Uh-huh. But thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks. <laughs>